Welcome. Welcome. Newscasters abnormal blinking. It's the Improbable Research Podcast. I'm Mark Abrams, editor of the magazine Annals of Improbable Research, with a special pocket-sized episode about research that makes people laugh, then think. If you like what you hear today, consider supporting us at our website, improbable.com. Now, here's psychologist Jean Burko Gleason. Jean, let's talk about when newscasters blink abnormally. Okay. There's a study here. What's the title of this study? Abnormal Blinking of Newscasters. One more time, please. Abnormal Blinking of newscasters. Is that a topic you've spent much time thinking about? I have not, actually. In fact, I'm surprised to learn, reading the abstract, that there are newscasters who blink a lot, because I thought that people on television hardly blinked at all. Normally, no, but abnormally. Yeah, apparently. This is written by a bunch of folks in Japan. Kazuo Tsubota, Fubinobu Egami, Tobahiro Otsuki, and Masuro Shintani. Uh-huh. They published it in The Lancet in July of 1999. And The Lancet, of course, is a very distinguished journal. The authors are at Tokyo Dental College, Keio University, and Taisho Pharmaceutical Japan. What do they say they did? Here's what they did. Uh, oh, here's what they said. When compared with the control group, blink rates of Japanese TV newscasters were increased, suggesting a possible reaction to reading the news under stressful studio conditions. Frequent blinking may be distractive to the viewing audience. Should we go on? Yeah, just a little bit. When the audience feels uneasiness or nervousness while watching news broadcasts, it might not be due to the bad news itself, but to the high and irregular frequency of the newscasters' blink rates. That's cool. (laughs) What's cool about it? Well, it's cool to say that people watching the news might really not be affected by the news, but just by the facial expression of the people who are reading the news. Is this something you've noticed happening? No, I, I haven't, because I, as I say, I, I think of newscasters as having fairly blank faces or having abnormally cheerful faces. I mean, sometimes you see newscasters telling you something simply awful with such a hail fellow, well-met, happy look about them. Have you been forced to pay attention when somebody's talking to you to the strange way that they're blinking? Actually, I, I tend to notice more when people look sideways when they talk to you. I mean, there are people, and I, some of my good friends, actually, who can't really make eye contact when they talk to you. And that, that can be very distracting. You know, when you're trying to talk to somebody and they're looking at the fork on the table and not at you. But, but I, I, I haven't really paid much attention to blink rates. Tell me about the forks on your table. Well, I had lunch not too long ago with an old friend that I hadn't seen in many years. He and I have very good correspondence with one another, and he's wonderfully funny, and uh, and he's very verbal. And I was kind of stunned when I got together with him after not having seen him in some time to discover that he never once looked at me, that we had lunch, and he spent the lunch looking at the fork on the table or looking sideways or just not looking at me. Did he used to look at people when he talked to them in your memory? 
I, I, I don't, you know, I, I, it was a long time ago, and I don't remember that characteristic, but my guess is that he was always that way, because, I, you know, there are people who are kind of that way, that they have problems. When you had that meal with your friend this time, did you give a good look at the forks? Could there have been something no, unusual? It was, it, it was clear that he just couldn't look at me. It was clear that he had a problem looking at people, yeah. you know. You're, and I, and you're I, avoiding I, my I, question. Did you look at the forks? <laughs> I did, and they were fine. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the forks. He was just not able to make eye contact. Well, that's the making of eye contact, but the blinking might be a different thing, where somebody right. blinks faster or slower in some eccentric way. You've experienced that with some uh, people sometimes, haven't you? No, I, th I think, you know, people use blink rates to be expressive. I mean, you know, sometimes people say things to you and then they rapidly blink their eyes. And that's a joke. You know, you do that to be funny. But I, I haven't paid attention to people with abnormal blink rates as a regular course of events. What it sounds like they're dealing with in this paper, though, is a different kind of situation where yeah. somebody who normally is stoic right. when they're... Right. When they're reading something and simultaneously telling that to yeah. other people, there's something in the information they're taking in that disturbs them so much that it, it screws up the way they blink. You've seen right. that happen in people? Well, I, I guess, you know, stereotypically you see it happen. I mean, maybe you see it in the movies or something, because perhaps rapid blinking is a sign of stress. Back to the article we read before, yeah. you know. Cortisol is one measure in your blood, but one of the other things that the people smelling the shirts in the previous thing we talked about might have done would be to measure blink rates to see whether or not people who are stressed blink more rapidly. Gene, I can oh so easily imagine you blinking oh so abnormally if you were forced to smell the frozen dirty shirts of a stranger. I, th I think that's exactly right. I, I, in fact, I'm sitting here blinking abnormally just thinking about it. I'm trying it. You know, try blinking abnormally. Just try it and see if, if, see if it doesn't make you feel like you're kind of upset. Okay, I you will. Know? Well, that's the old, the, old, um, the old William James thing, if it was William James who said it. You know, we are sad because we cry. Okay? So you should try blinking very rapidly and see if it makes you feel stressed. Okay. It makes me feel stressed. You feel stressed right now? I'm doing it now, and I definitely feel stressed doing it, right? And I almost never feel stressed. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm only hearing you. I can't see you at the moment. Describe the manner of your blinking right now, Madame. I'm just blinking my eyes really, really rapidly. How rapidly? I, I can't do it much longer. My eyes are getting tired. But you anyway. You can do it. You can do it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. But, but it does, I feel that it's making my heart beat faster, okay. you know? Okay, you I can stop. You can you can relax. Okay. okay, because otherwise I was going to have palpitations of the eyes and heart. Oh no, I would not want to. I well, you know, want that to happen or to be the cause of it. Certainly, maybe they're connected somehow. You know, maybe here's another thing. Maybe if you get people to blink rapidly and you measure their heart rate, you can show that rapid blinking increases your heart rate. Are you at all tempted to try that experiment sometime? I think it's a great idea, but maybe somebody's already done it. Maybe not. Well, how about that? You've been listening, if you've been listening, to a special pocket-sized episode of the Improbable Research Podcast. What we explored today was featured in the magazine in issue 21, the special psychology issue 
of the magazine, Annals of Improbable Research. I inveigle you to subscribe to the magazine and to buy some back issues. Also, get some details about the 2020 Ig Nobel Prize ceremony and how we're coping with the copious constraints of the COVID-19 pandemic. And also get some info about how you can help via our Patreon. All this at our website, improbable.com. It's possible that Seth Glicksman is the improbable production assistant. Next time on this podcast, we'll look at something or other. Until then. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>